Welcome to Spirits Episode 6. This is a very exciting myth for us. I'm not even going to attempt to pronounce the name. Honestly, people, I think of myself as a citizen of the world, uh, but the truth is I've only really studied European and Romantic languages, so I apologize to all native Korean speakers as we also apologize to all Filipinos for our uh, murdering of the Aswang. Oh, Aswang. But this is the Kabanzagagi. Kabanzagagi. Cool. We did it correctly. You're going to hate our pronunciation throughout. You'll notice how I don't say the name of the main character in this (laughs) plot for like the last half of it because I can't remember how to pronounce it correctly. Yeah, and major props to Steve Johnson, um, friend of the show, who helped us out with some last minute on the spot translation. And what did we drink today, Amanda? We're drinking soju, which is a national beverage of Korea in many ways. Again, Steve, friend of the show, uh, brought it to a VidCon and just had a wonderful time. It's like a, it is slightly less potent than liquor, but way more potent than beer and wine. So it's a very good uh, beverage in that you can drink a bunch of it, but also not get that drunk. So we had a bunch of soju. So we're only like 70% drunk because it would 90% drunk. I'd rate this drunk as like a five out of 10. All right. I go six, but that's just me. <laughs> it varies. Anyway, we hope you enjoyed this episode. Thank you so much to those who have supported us on Patreon and tweeted us after the show. We really enjoy hearing from you and hearing your commentary and your anecdotes. If you have questions or you have comments or Follow you up, have like stories for us corrections, that you want us to see, tweet us at Spirits Podcast. You can find us on Facebook and Patreon and SoundCloud and all of those places. But We really look forward to interacting with you guys and like hearing more about what you have to say or if you have any suggestions for episodes. We're totally down to hear about that. In the, in the meantime, though, enjoy episode six. Comment on the gee. So today we are going to talk about Kamensagagi. Very that, good. That didn't sound so bad. We'll, we'll uh, try and see. Speaking of Korean, I am so sorry. <laughs> it's as close as not as bad as the ass one. We're okay today. with like French, Spanish, uh, what else? Irish, Gaelic, Celtic, etc. Those things we're okay with. I'm all right with Chinese names. This one I don't got. Kamensagagi, um, which I'm probably going to just keep pronouncing as like her. I'm going to... Every time you hear her, that's probably going to be Kamensagagi, <laughs> um, is basically the origin story of the goddess of destiny in Korean culture. Oh. I don't know. A, I feel like I should preface this. I don't know a ton about Korean mythology. I just saw this story and I thought it was really interesting. And I kind of, and I think it has some really interesting Western parallels too. And like kind of who took what from whom is going to be an interesting question later on. Yeah. Borrowing of cultures. Hashtag synergy. Hashtag synergy. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, the story's going to actually kind of sound pretty familiar. Uh, we kind of talked about a similar-esque story in the past, and I'll kind of see if you can figure yeah, out which, which one. one. Um, so the story starts with a male beggar and a female beggar. They end up kind of meeting on the street and living together and kind of slowly, you know, trying to work towards having enough money to support themselves. And Got in it. the process, they end up having three daughters. Mm-hmm. Uh, when the first daughter is born, the villagers kind of like come together and they bring them steamed rice. And the first child has steamed rice in a silver bowl. 
Nice. Like, because the villagers were like, yeah, good job, baby for you. Awesome. So they have the first baby. She's the silver bowl baby. She gets the bowl and the silver. Uh, the next baby is uh, born and the villagers are like, eh. Second one, not as impressive. Eh, brass bowl for you. Good. Is the next one going to get a wooden bowl? Yes. Yes. And literally the name, I totally forgot how to pronounce it. <laughs> The name of the person that I've said about three times already, and that's going to be it, is actually comes from the word dark bowl baby. Wow. Dark bowl baby. I'm going to replay the voice memo (laughs) to read. Great. Kamen Zangagi. Kamen Zangagi. Kamen Zangagi. Kamen Zangagi. (laughs) Jinx, you owe me a drink next time. You're drinking in my house right now. Kamenzagagi actually in Korean means dark bowl baby because she gets the dark wooden bowl, which is like the shitty little bit of child bears in the woods type thing going on. What is the what is that called? The three little bears. (laughs) Goldilocks. Um, Yeah. (laughs) I just had to look at you for a second. I was like, really? After she's born, the family fortunes like start to accumulate. Like their luck oh, nice. changes. Dope. They're not beggars anymore. They're living in a real house. They're becoming like upstanding members of society. Started from the bottom. Started from the bottom. Now we're here. Started with bowls of rice, and now we're here. They're living in luxury. Um, they're super happy. They're super lucky. Um, so I want a dark bowl baby. That sounds great. Yeah, not the baby part, but the the wealth. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> so one day the uh, parents invite all of their daughters inside to like kind of talk and shit and they're like so you know who do we owe this good fortune to it's very like king lear like tell me what your favorite thing about me is flatter me daughters yes so the first two daughters are like oh we owe it to heaven and earth and then you two and they're like (laughs) yes yes very good golf clubs all around and so then uh comes in and she is like yeah you know i um i owe it to heaven and earth and you guys and myself wow and they're like oh shit that is not cool to say that is not cool to say at all and so they're like you know what you can get the fuck out oh no and they kick her out do their fortunes change we're co- Amanda, we're <gasps> gonna get to I'm just there. Guessing, I'm just guessing. I'll stop guessing. <laughs> she leaves, and she's like riding a cow off into the sunset. Mm. And so the parents kind of start to feel bad, and they're like, "Oh, wait, no, okay." You two older daughters, you go and tell her that it's okay. We're sorry. We didn't mean to. Yeah. Whatever. But the older daughters are like. Our parents are going to die soon. (laughs) We want all that inheritance to ourselves. So they go and they tell Kagaksagagi, like, listen, our parents are going to beat you if you come back. They're going to beat you to death. You shouldn't come back. Just the wrong message. Like, terrible idea. And Kagaksagagi, like, doesn't know what to do, but, like, as soon as her sisters lied to her, they, like, turn into weird insects and mushrooms. <gasps> like, magic happens, and the two sisters, one turns into a blue centipede, and the other one turns into, like, a weird type of mushroom. Kind of cool. Kind of cool. Uh, and then, simultaneously, the parents, like, are looking out the window, and then, like, both fall, hit their heads, and go <gasps> blind. What? Yeah. This is, like... 
triple story happening here. Yeah. There's poverty and wealth, right? That's mm-hmm. item number one. Sure. Second, there's magical transformations into woodland mm-hmm. creatures and fungi. Mm-hmm. Uh, and third, sun and blindness. Yes. Wow. I mean, totally like very like Cinderella um, stepsisters get blinded by the yeah, birds when they... precisely. Yeah, exactly. Right, because their vision was so blinded already by wealth and mm-hmm. greed. So symbolism, symbolism. <laughs> so Kagensagagi rides off on her uh, cow uh, and finds another family of beggars. Right. And so she this feels familiar a little bit. So she's like, hmm, okay, um, may I dine in your home? And you know, being super polite and hospitable, of course they allow her to do that, even though they have very little. Nice. And the family is the two parents, and then they have three sons. Nice. And kind of mirroring what happened with her family, foil. the uh, the two older brothers take the best food for themselves right. and give her, like, the shitty food, while the youngest brother gives her the better food and Aww. eats the shitty food himself. And she, like, instantly falls in love. She's, like, chivalry, awesome, into Aww. it, totally gonna go down with that. They feel each other's position in life. It's very mm. important in picking a romantic partner. Yeah. Not a brown bull baby. And of course, it's more like steamed rice. So she's like, I'm into this. This is my mm. childhood. I'm totally, totally down for it. She ends up marrying this guy. They're like super cool. Oh. They end up like being poor together. It's fine though. But happy. But happy. Like and the Mickey Mouse story. And that's the important Before part. they become sad. <laughs> Gift of the Magi. That's a Mickey Mouse story? What it's a Mickey Mouse version. Oh my God. <laughs> All right. This is not. I should point out, guys, I, I have not been drinking this episode. I think the key to making good episodes of Spirits is for you to drink and me to be really tired. (laughs) Pretty accurate. So they get married. They get married. They're living their lives as like, you know, poor farmers. Mm -hmm. It's fine. They're happy. It doesn't matter. They have a cow. They have two wooden bowls. Yeah, exactly. So Kamensagagi is like out in the field with her husband, like digging up yams. Nice. And all of a sudden, they like digging near a tree and discover the tree has golden roots. <gasps> so no. they're like instant rich. That's another nice metaphor, you know, humble tree on top, but the gold is within, Julia. The yeah. gold is the spirit. Just like these wonderful, humble farmers. <laughs> I am on my, like, sermonizing voice. <laughs> the farmers. The, the farmers, farmers are the best of all of us. With the, the fruit of the land and the heart of the bush. Oh, my God. <laughs> this is ridiculous. <laughs> okay. So she gets her cow. They start, like, loading up these, like, gold and silver roots that are, like, they can sell at the market and shit like that. And they're super happy. They end up being rich. Um, And so... How many cow back loads of precious metals it takes to be rich for life? A lot. (laughs) Like, a decent amount. I'd say, like, 10 to 15, probably. If it's gold? Yeah. Silver was a really big fucking deal in Asia, though, at this time period. Like, they were, like, into that shit. Um... So they're rich. Kamensagagi, like, she kind of, like, has this inkling that her parents have been suffering since she left. Mm. Um, and so she decides she's now she, that she's rich, she's going to hold a big feast and invite all the poor people in the land. Nice. Which is, like, super generous of her. Like, right. that's awesome. That's what most people would do. Yeah. And so she kind of is expecting her parents to come. Her parents show up. 
and like they're blind so they don't know it's her oh yeah and so they're like telling the story of their life to this rich woman like please have pity on us we had three daughters two are missing one ran Casual away. centipede. It's fine. <laughs> I don't think they knew <laughs> she turned into a centipede mushroom. Yeah, it's like, it's it's the best cover ever. Found to be fugitive, just become a fungus. <laughs> People start tripping on you. It's totally fine. In two ways, right? If you're a giant fungus, they can physically trip over you. <laughs> but if you're a mystical slash psychedelic oh fungus... Oh my fucking god. Okay. Um, so, Kansai listens to their story. She's moved to tears. She feels so guilty Aww. about the fact that her parents are, like, penniless and blind again. Yeah. So, um, she actually tells them and, like, confesses, like, oh, I'm your it's youngest me. daughter. And they're, all of a sudden, their eyes, like, open up and they're not blind anymore. Aww. And they're like, how is this possible? And she's like, oh, you know, by the way... I'm the goddess of destiny and, like, Yo. of, like, fortune and luck. Surprise reveal. Surprise reveal. How did she know that? She, it, she's kind of like, it's like oh, an awakening happened. She oh, knew, like, in that moment. this so is what she realized, up. too? Mm-hmm. Wow. She's like, listen, like, it wasn't an accident that my sisters turned into yeah. centipedes and mushrooms. By the way, that's what happened to my sisters. Sorry, mom and dad. <laughs> um, like, that's okay. We hate them. <laughs> so, basically, she, like ends up being this balance between good and bad luck, but, like, also is the goddess of, like, um, vengeance. It's super, super fun. Like, That's she got vengeance against her, against her sisters. She gave b- back good fortune to her parents and gave good fortune yeah. to her parents when she was with them. Sure. So it's, like, a really cool thing. Uh, her story kind of revolves around uh, what comes between life and death. Sure. Kind of uh, like wealth and poverty or good fortune versus ba- versus bad. Like the yeah. whole roller coaster of life. Yeah, exactly. So right. she's like the ups and the downs. Wow. Um, and she's – and like, you know, she fits a lot of the bill that Korean folklore and mythology has. So like the yam digger is a big theme, the um, third daughter, fortune, beggar feasts, blindness. Like they're all like things that happen a yeah, lot. Yeah, it's like the greatest hits. Yeah. I don't know much about that, but I'll, I'll believe you. She's like me. the Korean Disney princess. Like all those points are hit. Cool. <laughs> yeah. And so basically what happens with her is she is all about kind of a woman leaving home and bringing her own fortune to her, but also bringing fortune to like people around her. Making her own way. Like, and it's great because it's so nice to kind of see a story where the woman is the influencer rather than being influenced by outside sources. Like, it's so cool to be like, you know, our goddess of luck She's a woman, right? And she like controls like how you're doing and like what's gonna happen to you and all that. Like it's so cool that sort yeah. of balance of power is badass, right? And and a, a rare myth where following the rules brings you forward. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like following um following your your true self and mm-hmm. being true to your principles. Yeah. Um, you know, brings everyone fortune in the yeah. end. And it's kind of, you know, the third daughter gets all the luck like we saw with Psyche. Psyche's yeah. the hot daughter. She gets the hot husband who's a lover and, like, you know. The two older ones are just freaking yeah. tumbling off that cliff forever. We, yeah, people just don't like those two older sisters. You want to be that third child. 
You do. You do. Is it Bailey or Austin who's the third child? <laughs> They'll never know. They'll never know. Amanda's twin siblings are like 18 and still don't know who was born first. <laughs> so it's just like, it's Amanda, Connor, and then Bailey Bill or Austin. Austin. <laughs> they're, they're, they're like lateral. They're on, they're on a level. They're like the twins from, um, the, they slaughter the pig and they worship it and like a bunch of boys on an island. What? The boys are the Lord of the flies are like those two twins on the uh, on the island who like they're like literally in the book their name is their two names are one name and it's like Teddy and Oliver I know that's not the names oh, but like oh okay this is vaguely coming back to me yes or like Fred and George yeah yeah, yeah. Oh. <laughs> the feels wait Julia. we needed at least one Harry Potter reference or it's not a good episode. <laughs> Cool. Well, I'll be curious to hear more about Korean mythology. I don't know much about it. Well, hopefully we'll get an actual expert and not just (laughs) me trying really hard to say Korean names. I think you did an admirable job. Oh, well, I tried. And thanks to Steve for pinch hitting. Pinch hitting? Yeah. Pinch hitting. Pinch hitting. Sports analogy. Good job, Amanda. (laughs) Thanks to Steve for pinch hitting with the pronunciation there. Yes. Much appreciated, Steve. Spirits was created by Julia Shafini and me, Amanda McLaughlin. It's edited by Eric Schneider with music by Kevin McLeod and visual design by Allison Wakeman. Subscribe to Spirits on your preferred podcast app to make sure you never miss an episode. You can find us on Twitter, Facebook, and Tumblr at Spirits Podcast. On our Patreon page, patreon.com slash spiritspodcast, you can sign up for exclusive content like behind-the-scenes photos, audio extras, director's commentary, blooper reels, and beautiful recipe cards with custom drink and snack pairings. If you like the show, please share with your friends and leave us a review on iTunes. It really does help. Thank you so much for listening. Till next time.